This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. And hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net uh, podcast, and we are one year and like a week old now. We are. We are. We are. Look at us go. Episode 53. Today's date <laughs> is Sunday, June 28th. It's 1234. Do you and know it's where hot you, as balls. Do you know where your kids are? Yeah, mine's still asleep. Because you know what teenagers do? They stay up all night long, and then they sleep all day. I know. It's they, Facebook just told me it was mine and my sister Kira's Facebook anniversary. Oh, really? And she was like... It didn't show me yours, only Rachel's, because I guess Rachel joined Facebook the same day I did. Oh, okay. And she said, you want to come get in the pool? <laughs> I said, no, I'm podcasting. You can go over later. She ain't going to be out there later. She, she's like, it's pool day, and pool day ends at like 2 o'clock. And by the time we get done this, and then go do what we have to do for Kathy, and then I get home. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I'm it's tired, no because time. I went out last night, so. Oh, boy. So guess what? Jamie got to do last night. So yesterday, Jason <laughs> texted me and was like, just a heads up, we're having karaoke at the pub, and it's from age 12. So I called Jason up immediately, <laughs> and I said, are you fucking with my emotions right now? He was like, what? And I was like, are you lying to me? Like, is this a sick joke? Right. Because you're not funny. Like, you just want to hurt me? And this is, like, seriously fucking with my emotions. And he says, no. First of all, I would never do that. And part of me really realizes that when it comes to karaoke and how serious we are about it, he really wouldn't joke about that. <laughs> like, the mob will really and come I for him like, at that point. I was like, you made me the happiest person on earth. And Paco was like, babe, are you crying? I was like, a little bit. There's going to be karaoke tonight. <laughs> but only a few people got notified. It was a very small show. They had butts in the seats. There were singers all night long. Was there? But it was a very small show. Like, right. I could count how many people were there on my fingers and my toes. Oh, wow. Okay. But it was so much fun. It was odd because it was our first karaoke. Back. Back without Dave. Dave, yeah. So that was hard, um, but you know it was fun. It was a, a good time. We, I got to see some people that I hadn't seen in a while, and it was so much fun. And it was so needed. And Lori ran home and was like, "Girl, did you get the text?" And I'm like, "I got the text." And she was like, "I'm going upstairs. I'm even going to put makeup on. It's a celebration." So we ended. Up, we went to the pub and we ended up getting a burger from the pub because they have the best food. Yeah, and. We sang some songs, and we hung out with our friends, and it was like a million fucking pound weight was just lifted off of us. Right. Because it was just back to normal. Even right. if it was only for a few hours, and they don't know if they're going to do it every Saturday, if they're going to space, right. space them out, but they were very, very thorough about it. Um, you had to wear a mask up to the stage. Right. When they gave you the microphone, the microphone was laced with a wipe and sprayed, mm-hmm. they had hand sanitizer up there. You had to sanitize your hands, take the sanitized mic, sing your song, 
while you were singing with one mic, they were sanitizing the other mic. Oh, okay. Because like, you know how lights always yeah. to sit a little bit? Mm-hmm. They, were, they were sanitizing the other mic. There was no duets. Right. Nothing like that. Um, after oh, that's why he said that there was like a COVID sort of stipulation with the karaoke. Like with, there were some no, things they had to do. No, they wouldn't let me use my bump card because this is why. Jason a couple weeks ago was breaking up a dog fight and ended up getting the tip of his finger bit off. Right, I know. Right. So he keeps saying it was by a pit bull. When in reality, it was by a pit bull Labrador mix or golden retriever mix. Oh, wow. But it sounded more manly, I guess, to say pit bull instead right. of like pit bull mix. Okay. So he sang, It's the end of the world to open the show. And right. And I stopped. I said, Jason. He said, Yeah. I said, You should sing Four and a Half Finger Death Punch. <laughs> and he bumped me down. I, I, I was not in the top three rotation. <laughs> <laughs> he was over your ass off. Sean had to go up to him and be like, are you going to fucking put Jamie in? Oh, really? Yeah. Was he really mad? Or you think he was just messing with he you? He was fucking with me. Yeah, of course. But I was like, what the shit, man? Like, Did you get to I see his little stubby nubbing yeah, finger? Yeah, I saw it. Is it gross? It's gross. It is gross. Is he going to get a prosthetic? He's, he's getting very upset because when he goes to type an S, it doesn't go anywhere. Because he's ah! like, <laughs> I'm glad that you said that because it kind of brings me into a perfect segue right now. Uh, segway, we, girl. We talked about a prosthetic. Why is it like a million and ten degrees in here? Because that's the garage right behind you. Oh. Okay, I'm like, it's really not that hot, though. Uh, I think I might be having a hot flash. You might be having uh, a hot flash because it's actually I, pretty I comfortable in here. I have been flashing like crazy the past three days. Like, really? Kathy is, too. And she was like, oh. I quit taking the steroids they gave me for my rash because I thought that was, it was them. Like, I it's not. Them. I was like, I can't. I don't know. They're probably still like in me. But I told Paco, and I told Kathy the other day, I was like, I can't do it anymore. Like, the the other day at Kathy's, I stunk. Like, that's how much stunk? I was sweating. I was sweating so much, I sweat. I, I sweated through my deodorant, and I stunk. <laughs> because you're on steroids? Because I was hot flashing so bad. Oh, my God. So, what is, can I just, what does it feel like? It feels like. My mom used to get really, really hot, but her chest would light up red. My chest, Your isn't. my chest doesn't light up. Um, when I hot flash, it's, it's very, it feels like steam inside of me. Really? That's what it feels like. It feels like, like there's steam inside of me and I'm like. Does it start from like a place and move its way up or is it just all over it all starts, of a sudden? It starts and moves its way down. Like I'll oh, hot really? flash from my fucking head. Like right now I'm sweating and it's because I feel like. I just was in a sauna, and I'm really? sticky, and I'm gross, and I'm like, this is not how I want the next few. You do look a little misty. I do, and I'm like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm about to go to the doctor and be like, you gotta put me on something. I know. Maybe they do. Because my mom, my mom said when it got really bad that they would give her a progesterone patch, um, and it wasn't for like ever because I guess there's you know side effects of like really bad side effects to stayed on too long. But she said it really helped to kind of smooth things out. Like, when she was, like, losing her shit. Nice. She was like, I knew I needed to take progesterone because she was like, I was Night ready to kill sweats. everybody. Night sweats are the worst. Like, mm. I'm always one of those people that like the room really cold. Yeah. And then I like to be warm under the covers. Yeah. No, not now. Not now. I'm like, fuck these covers. I don't want them on me. I don't want to be touched. Like, I told Paco, I was like, I'm going to need you to not touch me tonight. <laughs> 
And he was like, don't threaten me with a good time. Because <laughs> you've already appreciated him that day, so he roll, doesn't need you anymore. Let me roll over and face this way then. Thank you. <laughs> well, you just, we were just talking about, you know, Jason. Um, where is this damn thing at? Hold on, where is it? Prosthetics. There it is. We were talking about Jason maybe getting a prosthetic finger so we can type the letter S. Yes. And that brings me to an article that WMMR posted, and it was a couple days ago. They actually don't even have a date on here for some reason, um, but they it was WMMR.com, and it says, man was caught at airport with artificial penis filled with cocaine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, which is, it's interesting, too, because I'm, I'm now binge-watching Queen of the South, and it's all about the cocaine. I just... Somebody was just telling me about that, and I was like, I think I'm going to start watching it. I watched the first season of it, and then I fell off, and now, you know, I always have to find something while I'm working all day, and it's just something to keep in the background. It's that good. And I've been watching it. Yeah, I mean, I really do like it. Um, I'm one of those people, though, that I have, like, a pretty short attention span, so, like, sometimes I'll hang in there just for the loyalty of it. Like, let me just see how this is going. So far, this is kind of interesting, but I'm kind of like... Okay, you just outsmart everybody. We get it. You know what I mean? Oh, now the old boss that took you and said your family screwed you over, and now it's cat and mouse with you guys all over the world. You know, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's it's interesting to have one in the background. Like, right. that's just, and I like something that I can kind of follow through for a little while, so it's worth it. But anyway, back to this. Thank you, who? It says, a passenger recently tried to use a peculiar method to smuggle cocaine through an airport. It says, per the New Zealand Herald, I wish I could be like, Fucking New Zealanders, but that's not true. <laughs> and I don't even think they call them New Zealanders. I forget what their name is. They, they call them something else. Kiwis? No. Yeah, Kiwis, I think. The British man was arrested in the Brussels airport for having cocaine inside an artificial penis. They explained that he was coming from Jamaica when the incident happened. He failed a drug test, and when taken to the hospital, 127 grams of cocaine was inside of his <clears throat> package. <laughs> Holy shit. First of all, please somebody inform me. How do you even go about getting a prosthetic penis? I mean, I'm sure they have them for people who have, like, like lost their penises in the war. I think. What? Or in, in horrifying accidents. Like, I'm sure that there is prosthetic penises. Yeah. But, and there's also, you know, strap-ons and things like that that, that, that look very realistic. Yeah. And things like that. But where, like, can you just order one? Like, did he get it off Wish? I don't even doubt it. You can get a whole ass cars on fucking Wish. I'm going on Wish right now. I'm going on Wish right now because... Well, I'm trying to think exactly what kind of prosthetic penis are we talking about. Are we talking about one that goes over his existing PP? Right. What? What is it? Oh, it's just... It's not the end of each. Yeah, I I saw that too. Um, Is it like one that goes over your PP now, but it gives you more girth and and more length? Right, like with micro penises? Because that's a thing. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, you know, so how do you get 120... Is 127 grams of cocaine a lot? I, I don't know. I don't do cocaine. I'm just wondering. I know, but I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, what if we're thinking that it's, like, you know, this big old brick, you know, like, that, that we see, like, go the Queen of the South type stuff, but really 127 grams of cocaine is probably, like, you know, the size of, like, three rolled up pieces of ham, like, that we have on a ham tray. You know what I mean? We don't know. So I'm just thinking. Oh, my thinking. God. You can just buy them. You can buy a prosthetic PP? Right off Wish? Well, I don't know about Wish, but there is... Let me see. You can buy one at waterbeds and stuff. You can buy a prosthetic penis? An- Anatomy Lab Advanced Wearable Male Catheterization, like, oh, I guess that's like, um... 
A model? Yeah, to practice... Uh, Catheterizations? Catheterizations. Okay. Yeah, it's a trainer. But apparently you can just buy prosthetic penises. <laughs> it says... Um, the Look man- at this one. Iced erotic erecting penis necklace. Oh, my God. Uh, you- it's got diamonds on the ball sack and the head. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like a spine, and if you it pull does. this little chain, the PP gets hard. The PP goes erect. You gotta put that on our page. And twenty dollars at kingice.com <laughs> plus forty dollars shipping. A hundred and sixty dollars <laughs> for a fourteen karat gold <laughs> erecting penis <laughs> with diamonds. I'm wondering if you can get that in silver. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be cheaper. I'll go ahead and you just like all that one. Gonna, you gotta save that. I'm gonna screenshot that, put that on the page. You gotta put so that anyway, on the page. So how much was the coke you said? And it said 127, 127 grams of coke. Seven grams of cocaine. Of cocaine. I have like the worst impressions. I swear to God, everything sounds either like deep South country or like a, a weird mix of like Australian and British or something. I'm so bad at it. I don't know why I keep trying to like do it better oh my god but anyway it says per oh the man claims that he that he planned on using the drugs for from the artificial penis for personal use when he got home but prosecutors are asking for a three-year sentence which is what he would get if he were a mule the man's defense attorney Uh. claims that the sentence is too severe considering the man is in poor health his lawyer stated my client has kidney failure and needs to exercise as well as follow a prior proper diet but let me get this straight. So he brought cocaine home from Jamaica to snort that up his fucking nose. But, you know, the rest of his health is a total fucking shit show. Like, how much sense does that even fucking make? Did you just look up 127 grams of cocaine? I did. It didn't give me an exact thing. But here's what they gave me. <laughs> they gave me an, a gram of cocaine, which is this little baggie. Okay. So 127 of those... It's probably a decent amount of the cocaine. <laughs> of the cocaine? <laughs> of the cocaine. I'm guessing. So, because I don't do coke. I'm a good girl. Oh, yeah, me neither. Um, so, yeah. So, the more you know, that's what a gram of coke looks like. It's a, the very... 127 of those? That's a huge prosthetic penis. That is like a good 10 and a half inch prosthetic schlong. <laughs> Mikey, remember that time we had a discussion about how... <laughs> I was going to give you that book on how to get around, the like, how to maneuver through life if you have a huge penis. And that was going to be your birthday present. And you said, how did I know? And I said, racial profiling. This guy stole your dick, I think. I'm just thinking at this point. Because that's (laughs) a humongous-ass dick. Ten and a half inches. Yes, it must be, be Mikey. Like, that's got to be, I don't want to, ew. We never, ever have to speak of Mikey's penis. Well, no, the funny part was, is me getting him the book and him and, saying, how do you even know I got a big the, dick? By the way, the book was empty. Yeah, it was so totally it was empty. A joke it book. Yes. Should, nobody knows what Mikey's penis looks like except for his girlfriend, we promise. Oh, no, absolutely, yes. But for his birthday, I said, this is what I'm getting you. And it was the funny, and I talked about it on the podcast before, and it said how to get through um, life in all matters or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it had, like, 
you know, by like this PhD and this like other professional. And it looked like this whole peer reviewed like book, but then inside it was like nothing. Like, and I was like, just... I'm getting you this for your birthday. And he was like, how do you know I got a big dick? I'm like, so I was like, you know, racial profiling. He's like, oh my God, you're so funny. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he, if you would have actually not told him about it and actually gotten him that book, mm-hmm. he would have found it like hysterical. Because oh, he would have loved Mikey's it. Mikey's just that guy. I know. But now, you know what, Mikey, this guy stole a PP that was probably just based on you. I mean, at this right. point, I Mikey, think it's clear to say. Did some guy be like, could you make a mold of your penis so I can smuggle coke into the country? Because, <laughs> I mean, what the hell? But then goes on to say it was for personal use, but his kidney is, kidneys are failing and he needs to exercise and be on a problem. Maybe that's why he needs Wait, the coke. 127 to grams for, cir- for fucking personal, personal use. use? Maybe he's going to microdose just enough to give him energy so he could exercise that for kidney what? failure. The rest yes. of his fucking life? <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But anyway, uh, good luck to you. They didn't even say who the man's name was. So uh, good luck to you there, buddy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Becky, my gosh. look at his coke dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Mikey's going to love this. He's going to be like, you fucked about me so much. Okay, so. One, this is from SummyCards.com. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those Am I the Asshole posts. Oh, I love those. So Dad gets criticized online for asking his ex-wife to delete the Father's Day post honoring his kid's stepdad. Mm, yes. Why? So he's all pissed off because he's their dad and she was like, well, you know, thank you to this guy for being like a great stepdad. Now, mind you, I come from a relationship where Kevin... For the first few, like, I'm not going to say Kevin was an absent dad because he wasn't, but he wasn't the dad he could have been. Mm-hmm. But I was very lucky when I got with Ron because he was. Right. Like, when Katie needed help with homework, you know, all that, Ron was the dad he didn't have to be. And even after Ron and I broke up, he's still very much in Katie's life. Right. So, and then I got lucky with Paco because Paco and Katie are very close. Right. So... I, every year, will say, hey, thanks to Kevin, you know, blah, 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 for giving Mm -hmm. me this. And Katie will post something to her dad. But she also posts something to Ron, and she also posts something to Paco. Mm -hmm. So this guy, it says, Father's Day can be loaded for a lot of people. Those who lost their dad, don't have a good relationship with their dad, never met their dad, or even have a complicated family set up. They may feel emotionally isolated, and a steady stream of posts on social media can often feed into the loneliness. I get that. Mm -hmm. Some people aren't as lucky. Right. Okay, so it says on the flip side, fathers who feel disconnected from their children can feel isolated in a completely different way. Families of divorce that include step-parents sometimes face tension over the celebration of Father's Day. More specifically, there are times when a stepdad is recognized as a primary father figure, much to the irritation of the birth dad. If they're not act, if the stepdad is acting like the primary father figure, then they are. That's the way I see it. Right. To this very point, in a recent post on the "Am I an Asshole?" subreddit, a man asked if he was wrong for asking his ex-wife to delete a Father's Day post about her current husband. Mm. OP shared what him and his wife. That him and his wife divorced when the kids were very young, one and two years old. And he wasn't involved in the first few months after the divorce, (coughs) which prompted his ex to take him to court for child support. It says, so my ex and I divorced when my kids were two and one. I wasn't the best dad at first. I went a few months without seeing them, which prompted her to take me to court for child support, which she gets from me every month now. 
While he doesn't get lots of time with the kids, the original poster was able to see the kids on Father's Day for a few hours before they were picked up at night. Hmm. Now, my ex keeps the kids, and I see them when I can. I work out of town, so sometimes I only see them three days a month. But I sent her money to care for the kids, and I asked her if I could have them on Father's Day since I hadn't seen them since May 15th. She brought them over and picked them up Father's Day evening at 6 p.m. A few hours after the OP's ex picked up the kids, she posted a Father's Day post dedicated to her current husband, showing him loving and helping raise her, her and the original poster's kids. I guess she had a cookout, dinner and presents for her husband. I mean, completely over the top, and we are friends on Facebook, and she posted pictures of him holding my kids on their vacation, or my daughter laying on his back with her head laying on top of his, and my children snuggled up with him on the couch. There were a few others of him kissing her belly and a video of him care- crying as she told him they were expecting a boy. She told him that she he was doing such a great job helping her raise the kids and that, that he was the only one she knew she would build... The only one she knew who would build tree houses, playhouses, paint a room just to please the kids and watch Disney movies every night. And she loved how much he already loved his son and they are all loved by him. And they, mm. they all loved him. So he's feeling some type of way. Yeah, that's his fault though. So he said, decided, he decided to text her and ask that she remove the post, emphasizing the fact that the children, the children are his and not the stepdad's. No, he's nope. wrong. They all love him, even my kids. She didn't even tell me how... They all love him, even my kids. She didn't even tell me Happy Father's Day when she came over. I texted her and told her she needed to take the post down as I didn't like the pictures of him with my children and that he isn't their father that I am and she needs to realize that. Oh. The ex told him to mind his own business and when OP's mom got involved in pressuring her to delete the post, she was promptly blocked. She pretty much told me to fuck off. My mother agrees she needs to take it down. My mommy... Ew, he's got to go. I don't like him He said my mother, but he's acting like a bitch, so I'm assuming he calls her mommy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Your son and I are divorced over religious reasons. He thought he was was God. Oh, this is what she told the mother-in-law. Your son and I divorced over religious reasons. He thought he was God, and I disagreed. (laughs) And I see he feels the same way. I see, I see he still feels the same way. And then she blocked her. Am I the asshole or is this my ex? No, he's the asshole. Uh-huh. He's an absentee father. So. He thinks that by paying child support is what his duty is. And it's not. It's I'm sorry. Not, it's, it's not. It's not. You see your kids three days a month. You, no. you need to make your time available for your children. Yeah. And if your That's job is out her of job. state, then you need to get a job in state. Right. Or something. That's or not shut her, the fuck up. It's not her job to worry about your feelings when there's definitely another man raising your children, whether yeah. you like it or not. Mm-hmm. He said, I texted her and told her she needed to take the post down as I di- didn't blah, 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 blah. You see, your kids, so this is what one of the um, redoubtable South pointed out, OP's hypocrisy and claimed he's a com- he is completely to blame. He is. So he, that's what he quoted him. I texted he's her jealous. and told her she needed to take the post down as I don't like the pictures with him with my children. Mm-hmm. And that he isn't <laughs> a father I am. And she said, you see, your, you see your kids a few times a month. He lives with them and raises them as his own every day. He's their father, too. Honestly, he's probably more their father than you are, despite the fact that they're biologically yours. The situation is entirely your creation. You ran out on them for months and now still barely ever see them. You're jealous and acting like an angry toddler because your ex appreciates her new husband who actually is putting in the work to raise your kids. You mm-hmm. want the same kind of praise when you shouldn't be... When you should have been put in the same kind, be putting in the same kind of effort. Biologically, fathering a child deserves no praise, but parenting them, raising them as your own, and certainly loving them does. 
Absolutely. You are the asshole. He is the asshole. He's very jealous. jealous. Uh, yeah, and that's the problem. He's jealous. He's still harboring some love for this female is what it is. Well, that, and you know, he's probably, like, really is stuck on himself. Like, she right. said he thought he was God, and um, she disagreed, right. and that's why they're not together. And clearly, he still feels like, oh, well, I send her child support, and I see right. him three times a week, or a month. I mean, clearly, I'm doing a great job. Shut Get the, the fuck out of here. Um, you're the asshole. Wow, nice touch calling in your mommy to fight your battle. I can imagine why it didn't work out with you and your ex. Mm-hmm. You're the asshole. Holy shit, dude. You're barely involved in her life from the sound of it. Excuses or not, their stepfather is clearly a great father to them and deserves to be celebrated whether you like it or not. You are the asshole. Kids you, kids need you there. Their stepdad is there and loves them, and you should be grateful they have an amazing person in their life that loves them. Do you realize how many blended families have, have tough relationships? Telling someone to take down a Facebook post because you're super salty, you're super salty says a lot about you. Your ex did nothing wrong. You're just jealous. If you want to, if you want to be seen as a good dad, act like one. God, I hope she sees that. I wonder if I anybody know, ever said it to her. Does usually there's an update. There's not one with this one because I feel like this guy is still arguing with everybody. It says it's pretty clear that this is, in this situation the OP is in the wrong, and if he really cares about his kids, he'll funnel his energy into being more involved rather than stoking his personal jealousy. There you go. Oh my God! You know well, what? Thank you, Ron. Thank you for being that guy for Katie. And thank you, Paco, for, you know, being that guy for Katie. Paco drove me all the way to fucking Broom Street yesterday in traffic at 5 o'clock at night. And we got lost, like, three times because for some reason my GPS is janky. Mm-hmm. To get tables for Katie's house. Like, the, a table. I found a coffee table and two end tables on, oh, nice. on the consignment shop for $20. They're really nice tables, too. And Paco was like, that's it, babe. Pay for them. We'll go get them. Did you go see her new place yet? No. She's coming Tuesday to get the, um, to get the tables. She's moving in this weekend on the 3rd. Oh, okay. So the 3rd is when she's moving in. Okay, that's Friday. Yeah, so I want to go down. Maybe Sunday? Maybe we can podcast then go down. Yeah, but I know Wendy. I know Wendy bought her some stuff for the apartment, and okay. and I got her some stuff, and I want to go down and see it. But I don't want to be there when his mom's there. So, mm. so I'm gonna wait for them to be settled, and then I was thinking, you know, oh, okay. But she's very excited. Mm. She was like, she was like, oh my god. She was like, and when you come down, I'll cook you guys dinner. And she's very excited about her own first place. You know, it's weird. Like I'm thinking back on like all the the different years. Like I mean, I've been divorced now for. Oh, my God, Chris and I split up in 2009, so it's been 11 years, right? And in all that time, I've never had, like, a serious, real serious relationship. I mean, I had, like, you know, little bursts of stuff. But then my ex was the only one. And even though that didn't, you know, work out for whatever reason, he was really good to my boys. And that's He was important. very, very good to them. Like, and they always knew they could call him. So he was, I have to say, like, not that I'm like, oh, like, you know, let's go say all kinds of great things about my ex or whatever, but... I mean, he was probably the only one that was around for a couple years, you know what I mean? And he was really good to my voice, so I was lucky for that. So, hopefully, I'll meet a really nice guy, and he'll be everything. (laughs) It'd be really nice, right? But, speaking of other delusions, (laughs) because clearly I have such good luck with dating. (laughs) This comes from LakeOkeechobeeNews.com. And I have to say, this came... Okeechobee? Okeechobee News. And this came via way of Florida Man. I'm like, oh, how do God. we not follow Florida Man? I don't know. Like, as much as we love a good Florida post, 
And they've been a little, like, Florida posts have been a little um, taken over by the World News Daily Reports lately because we usually try to find them. But this is really funny. It says, <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christmas, dude. It I says, haven't even picked my World News Daily Report for today. It says, Okeechobee County Commissioner suggests ways to combat COVID-19 virus. So, I don't know how old this dude is, but he sounds as delusional as shit. I'm going to skip over some of the bullshit because it's just kind of stupid. But it says, okay. one of the things that was pointed out, and this is him speaking, one of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the foremost doctors who has studied the coronavirus said that the nasal passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body. That's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs. This sounds really goofy, and it did to me too, but it works, he explained. Once the temperature hits 136 degrees Fahrenheit, the virus falls apart. It disintegrates. I said, how would you get the temperature up to 136? The answer was to use a blow dryer. You hold a blow dryer up to your face and you inhale through the, your nose and it kills all the viruses in your nose. Actually, I've seen like people talk about this. Like They're like, just use the blow dryer. And I'm like, no. No, I'm like, like you're just like waterboarding I, yourself I with air. I don't think that's how any of this works. No, and it said, <laughs> it says, so that sounds like a really simplified way of doing things, but sometimes the cures for these diseases are very simple. Oh, also, if you're worried about getting into your lungs, because that's where it goes to turn into pneumonia, you can put a pan of hot water on the stove until it turns into steam and inhale it. It sounds too easy, but at this point, it's worth a shot, he continues. <laughs> so then... I mean, steam really does kind of clear you out, right? Because you've seen that where you put your head over is a pot of steam. Is this guy a doctor or is he just assuming? No, he's just a city council psychotic person. Oh, God. Somebody elected him into office? I guess. I don't know. So it says there is a lot of this. It's <laughs> fucking so stupid. It's just like the, the fucking, the level of stupidity. It's just like, wah. You know what I mean? Just boom, right in your face. So it says there's a lots of misinformation out there, said Tiffany Collins of the Okeechobee County Health Department. She said people should rely on the advice of their own doctors and not something they see online. Way to be smart in Okeechobee. Yeah, it's a Commissioner Culpepper said the OAN cable television program is the new Fox News, if you want to know the truth, he said. <laughs> According to the World Health Organization website, hair dryers are not effective in killing the COVID-19 virus. If that was true, we'd all be able to get haircuts. I know. It's just, I know. Could you imagine? They're like, I'm going to have to blow up your nose with this hair dryer for about three minutes, and then we're going to get started, okay? Right. going to be all right? All right, great. Doctors who have responded to this story that has made the rounds on YouTube, Facebook, and other social media have also pointed out that pointing the hair dryer on high heat directly at your face could irritate your skin, eyes, nose, and mouth. Friday's meeting suggestion was not the first time Commissioner Culpepper has offered a suggestion fighting the COVID-19 virus. At the March 17th meeting, he suggested using ozone to kill the COVID-19 virus. My son has discovered something that is totally a game changer, he said. There is a website online, and those of you that hunt, there is a device that hunters use because deer can smell the scent of a human. And they do that because of the bacteria. What they have developed is a small device, nano ozone, that you can wear on your clothing and actually sends out an ozone vapor that goes approximately three meters completely around your body. Any type of virus, coronavirus, whatever virus you choose, regular cold virus can be killed by this ozone. Most of the time when you have a problem, there is usually a cure, and it's usually technology, he said. 
Oh my wow, god. Wow, this guy is a fucking nut job. I'm like, but I don't know. I don't he's know about the be, ozone thing. He's going to be president in eight years. That's, <laughs> that's like the fucking extent of that. So, yeah, Miss uh, Commissioner Culpepper, you're interesting. <laughs> okay, so I got a little something something. Okay. Um, You mentioned nature. This is kind of nature. <laughs> We're back on that. We got to be right. better about our uh, so, segues again. All that is interesting.com. <laughs> Posted, sea tornado in China brings torrential downpour of hail and animals. Shut the flip up. You've heard the expression raining cats and dogs, but what about raining octopuses and starfish? I know, Jay, octopi, but it says octopuses (laughs) in the article. Okay, so here is a starfish and an octopus like just flying through the sky in China right now. That can't be real. That one on the left kind of looks a little CGI-ish. Or like, (laughs) Octopuses and starfish were seen flying onto cars. It's raining cats and dogs might just be an expression to to mean it's raining hard. But this week in a coastal city in northeast China, it really was raining so hard that creatures started falling from the sky. In this case, the creatures were from the ocean. Excuse me. The city of... Guangdo, China, is no stranger to the sea and its creatures. After all, it's common to see octopus, shrimp, I'm sorry, octopi, (laughs) shrimp, and starfish around the coastal city. However, it is exceptionally uncommon to see them falling from the sky. As a sea tornado swept through the city, residents were shocked to see creatures falling from the sky along with the rain. The shocking photos, which have since gone viral on Chinese social media, show sea Sea creatures falling through the sky. Look, there's shrimp on this guy's windshield. <laughs> One photo is a shrimp. Oh my god, hold on. Oops, I just dropped my whole entire microphone. I'm sorry. I was putting my foot down. Danielle's I totally dropped my microphone on myself. So if you hear all that, it's because of that. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so one photo shows an octopus flying through the the sky, its tentacles trailing gracefully behind it. Gracefully. Another shows a starfish <laughs> spread out on a windshield of a car. A few shrimp popped up on a popped up clinging to a windshield, and mullets were seen stuck stuck to someone's mirror. Is this a fake ass report? No, it's all things that are interesting. Because it feels like it feels like a the world news daily report. The term seafood rain started popping up online as people shared their increasing seafood odd, rain. increasingly odd photos. Jay, fact check this for us. Yeah, could you? Because it feels a little silly. And I'll, I'll, I'll let me reiterate. It was city of Quing. Do Q I N G D A O China. Okay, so um Okay, so so anyway, it says the photos seem strange or even like this could be photoshopped. They the so-called seafood brain phenomenon is not that unheard of. The most common occurrence is when tornadoes hover over water, creating what is known as a water spout. If that wind is strong enough, sea life can literally be plucked up from the ocean and flung through the air as the tornado moves. The sea life moves the sea, as the um, tornado moves, the sea life moves with it and can find itself falling back to the earth yards or even miles from the shore, like a sharknado. Yeah, exactly. The particular <clears throat> sea tornado that was responsible for the octopus rain had recorded a record-setting hurricane-force winds that registered at 12, at a 12 on the Beaufort scale. Aside from 
aside from the literal fish out of water, the city has also experienced widespread property damage. While this may be the first or at least the very rare example of octopus and starfish rain, fish have certainly fallen from the sky via storms in the past in Mexico. In September, oh, wow. several fish fell from the sky during a rainstorm, and historians at the Library of Congress have pointed out that the sea life rains have been reported as far back as ancient civilizations. Hmm. Of course, I don't. If, of course, it doesn't rain frogs or fish in the sense that it rains water. That it that it rains water. No one has ever seen frogs or fish vaporize into the air before a rainfall. However, strong winds such as those in a tornado or a hurricane are powerful enough to lift the animals, people, trees, and houses. The library said on this website it's possible that they could have just got stuck up, that they could suck up a school of fish or frogs and rain them down elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Aside from the sea creatures, the town also experienced chicken egg-sized hail a paper money falling from and paper money falling from the sky. Can we get a money, paper money? Can we get a fucking money rain? I would like to have one, so we can get we can bet on that or, or um, do the Keanu Reeves thing and right. put like you so, know a couple million grand down. So they're they're showing like here's here's some the shrimp on the windows. The shrimp on the bobby. Only on twenty. And, and um, the way that that's not a small octopus. That's what I'm saying. It seems a little silly. Like, how it's the hell would very, you have your camera out just at the right it's time? It's very large. But at this, well, you probably saw it coming. It's very <laughs> large. But I have, I have seen videos of, like, water spouts and things like that. Yeah, I've seen that. And I sure. guess if the wings are strong enough, it possibly could happen. But how would they get damn shrimp? Well, I guess shrimp are tiny. But they are shrimp. But, but They are shrimp. Shrimps are shrimp. Um, but, like... <laughs> Because they're That's like so they're like on the ocean floor. Because they're on the ocean so floor. Are, so are mollusks, but if it yeah, happened, but how, either if way, if it happened in shallow water, that's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if it was in shallow water and the and the you know the, the, the water, water spout was just they just yeah. went down. But how would you? How would they get a really? A, that was a big ass freaking octopi. <laughs> oh, no, no, it, it was only one, so it's octopus. It's an octopus. Yeah, that was but a pretty it big rained one. a couple of them, which is octopi. <laughs> Jay is like, I want to be proud of y'all, but you're making a mockery of this shit. <laughs> we get it. You pay attention to my fact checking. <laughs> he's so proud that I said octopi, though. He's like, that's my girl. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That seemed interesting. I mean, it was all from all that's interesting.com. But yeah, I figured I'd give that a little re read. Well, I mean,. There's like this, <laughs> talking about weird things with animals, I guess. That's how I'm going to segue into this one. So there's this really weird ass post and it was from the Daily News on April 23rd. And for some reason, I'm just now seeing it. I thought it would have gotten a lot more like coverage than it had. And this is why. It said three men sexually assaulted nine horses, a cow, a goat, and dogs. Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, three dudes, like, what do they do? Get together, like, I'll meet you on the farm. What is it? You know what I mean? Read that again. Three men sexually assaulted nine horses, a cow, a goat, and dog. Jesus Christ. But it's like, they're all three of them, and it was like they were, like, in a ring of, like, some weird-ass shit. Like, it's just, how do you get together with your buddies and decide we're going to go fuck some animals? You know what I mean? Like, how does that happen? And then they're like, hey, I'm going to go meet you on the farm. You know, I got um, Bessie the, the horse first. You know, who does that? It's just weird. So three Pennsylvania men who sexually assaulted. Oh, my God, it's Pennsylvania? It's not even like Arkansas or something? Arkansas, no. 
Jesus Christ. Three Pennsylvania men who sexually assaulted more than a dozen animals over a five-year five, five year period Ugh. will spend up to 41 years in prison. They need to just put them under because there, there's what? something wrong with them. That's how you get rabies. It, it is. I mean, we talked about it on this podcast. Just search. I mean, it's Stop disgusting. sticking your dick in livestock. <laughs> Things that you don't want to ever have to say as a person. As a person. All right. The three animal lovers, <laughs> in quotes. Identified as Matthew Brubaker, 31, Mark Miesnikoff, 34, and Terry Wallace, 41, were sentenced to 20 to 41 years for forcing themselves on a cow, a goat, nine horses, and an unspecified number of dogs. A, te- oh. a teenage boy was allegedly tasked with restraining, oh my God, restraining the animals while the t- twisted trio committed their bizarre crimes. Lady, don't listen. The horses that were assaulted by the men were all females, according to the local station, because I guess that was important. Like, why is it really even important? Like, what sex these animals were? Like, they well, like, we like animals, animals, but we're not gay. Well, we're not gay. Yeah, exactly. God, that does sound like some weird ass fucking honky dong backwoods playing some fucking banjos bullshit. All right, <laughs> fucking white people shit. The horses that were assaulted by the men were all females, according to local station WTAJ, which also reported the animals were placed in the care of the Pennsylvania Society for the Prevention of Cruelty of Animals. Oh. I hope that those animals get, like, sugar cubes and fruits and, and everything that they love to eat for the rest of their lives and loved and never, ever mated, ever. Like, poor freaking babies. I know. I'm like, but it's like, how do you even, like, broach, how does it even come up that like, you're like, I'm around, a dog fucker? They're sitting like, around ever. one day and they're like, you know what? You know what, Bobby Joe? You know what, Bobby? <laughs> Bobby Joe? Billy Bob, Cletus. Cletus, oh my God. The other day, I was out in the field, and I was just, you know, checking, make sure there was no aphid in the potatoes. And I look up, and there, right there, is Buttercup. And she was just standing in front of me, and she kept lifting her little horsey tail, like, I need you. Like, she was just flaunting it. And I couldn't help myself. So, you know what I did? I got... I got my nephew, Sean Bob, and I said, you Sean hold, Bob Cletus Jr. You hold this horse, and I climbed up on a stool, and I made sweet, sweet love to Buttercup. <laughs> but it's okay, because we didn't look each other in the eyes, me and my cousin, but that it's is, okay my nephew. Because, you know, Thunder was next to us looking at us, but I'm not going to fuck him, because he's a boy horse, and I'm not gay. <laughs> what I know he, shit? I know he wanted it, though, but I'm not going to do that. Ugh. Jesus. Oh strap, my God. strap a rainbow saddle on that one. <laughs> Fuck. Sick ass twisted people. Speaking of sick ass, sick ass twisted people, here we go. Okay. World News Daily Report. With oh the facts don't my matter. goodness. Mississippi judge orders brothers to take paternity tests after sister sues for child support. Oh my God. This is so close to exact. If they were real people, they would be related to these people. Right. Okay. A Mississippi judge has ordered two brothers to take a paternity test to uncover which one of them is the father of their sister's five children. What oh the shit? Oh my god! They gave her five fucking children in this scenario? Jesus. Abigail Whitman, 37, Joel Whitman, 34, and Buck Whitman, 39, Buck. were all arrested during a family feud last week when several gunshots were fired after an argument arose about who's going to pay child support between the two brothers. You know what? I'm really disappointed that if they were going to go down this road with this article that one of them did not, in fact, name one of those brothers Cletus. Right. They could have done a better job. You could have done it. I mean, they did, they did do Buck. 
Yeah, but no Cletus. And the, and, and the girl is Abigail? No, she should be like Sue Ann. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Abigail Whitney, Whitney <laughs> who recently lost her clerk job at the 7-Eleven, threatened to sue her brother and her brother... And her brother threatened to sue both her brothers after they strictly refused to take a paternity test, a situation which quickly escalated into violence before they were shortly arrested afterwards. Both brothers acknowledge that they had multiple sexual relationships with the plaintiff, but do not believe they are the father of her five children, attorney Alan Watts told the judge. Oh dear God! Abigail Women alleges that she has strictly had sex. <coughs> she has strictly had sexual relations with both of her brothers and no other sexual partner since the months prior to the birth of her five children, ages aged from twenty six to six years of age. Wait, twenty six to five? Right, she's thirty seven. Oh my God! They made her nine years old when she had her first kid. Fucking world news report. Oh my god, this is oh my god. The plaintiff has sworn on the Bible that she has never had once had once in her life any other sexual partners other than her two brothers, which makes it impossible for one of them or both the defendants not to be the father of her five children. A paternity test could reveal that Joel Whitman, thirty four, and Buck Whitman, thirty nine, are both the fathers of at least one of Abigail Whitman's children. I am a God fearing Christian. And all I hope for is that we can settle, we can all settle this once and for all, that my children can finally learn the identities of their real father, and that we can go back to having a normal family life once again, as we had before. Abigail Whitman pleaded to the judge. Oh my God, what can you please is... let my kids know which one of their uncle daddies is their daddy? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Abigail Whitman, who gave birth to her first child at the age of 11, currently lives in her lives with her mother, father, six brothers, and all of her five children in the family house. Although incest has been illegal in the state of Mississippi since 2014. That's it. Just 2014. And is officially punishable up to 10 years in jail or a fine of $500. The unique cultural and historical background of the state has made judges extremely lenient upon this matter. No person ever has ever been prosecuted for such an offense, although same-sex marriage is void and punishable by up to 25 years in jail. Fuck you, world is report. Oh, my God. So, um, I really need to write them and be like, are you going to update this? <laughs> oh, my God. And do a follow-up story to your Because I need to know if it's Buck or Joel. <laughs> Like, you can't just, they do that, and they abruptly end them, and I think it is so mean, and I'm like, it says related articles, maybe they did follow up. No, you need to slide in their DMs and say, we need to know what happened with Buck and Joel. I did slide into their DMs once, and was like, we talk about you all the time on our podcast, and they never even looked at it. Well, do it again, and say, we need to know what happened with with Buck and Joel. Right, I'm gonna go ahead and screenshot this so they know what what I'm talking about. I'm like, (laughs) look, I need to know... Who's the daddy? And, like, <laughs> can they go on, like, a fictional Maury? <laughs> this is my life, people. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so. I'm going to be one of those old ladies that are, like, my grandmother used to be obsessed with tabloids. And they used to be, like, in the bathroom and everywhere. And she'd be like, there's aliens. I just read it in Us Weekly. So, <laughs> or the National Enquirer. Oh, my God. Um... You know what? I just realized we never even said happy birthday to me. 
My own damn birthday. I'm like, damn, I completely lost my own birthday. But I was like, oh, I don't think we did anything for my birthday either. I don't think, I we, think talked... we, we didn't talk about your no. day. You know what? I think we we must have started it with Mikey. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah, because Kira was like, bitch. You didn't say that about my birthday either. Kira was like, bitch, you read an article that said March 10th. And you didn't even say, oh, that's my sister's birthday. She was like, I didn't get a fucking happy birthday. Mikey gets a whole entire fucking song. Oh damn! Oh yeah, Danielle's birthday was recently, actually the day before um the podcast yeah, was on the 19th. last Thursday. Yeah. So happy birthday, Danielle! <laughs> so I was just like, damn, how am I just lying over my own damn birthday? Um, well, I've been talking to Jamie about I wanted to look into getting a place at the beach because right now I have nothing going on. Like all I ever do is work. But if I was to get a place at the beach, I would be at the beach already, and then I'd be more inclined to maybe do some more shit. I don't know. So I'm really looking into doing that. But people that can't do things at the beach are doing some weird shit in Philly. And this is what they're doing. So (laughs) they're making dumpster pools. (laughs) Because, you know, it was between either getting a small, like, camper type thing at the beach, right? Which is what I want to do. Or getting a pool. Or but, getting a dumpster to fill with water. Right, but pools are really expensive. Like, they can start right around, like, 30 grand, right? Right. It's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. So, I guess how they do that, they rectify that, is they go and get a dumpster. And they, you know, I guess they could drop one off. Okay, so that's what and they're doing. And they put, like, a liner in it and they fill up with water. Okay, so they're not... Like, pulling trash out of the dumpster behind the alley. I don't think so, but I don't know. I guess we can read on, but I'm like, this is, like, totally white people shit. Just saying. This is hepatitis waiting to happen, people. This is. So, this was from Mary Bowerman of the USA Today Network, and it says, Philly shuts down dumpster pools. We are not screwing around, they said. The city of Philadelphia is asking people to refrain from swimming in dumpsters after a black party rent- rented. Oh, that did. They did. They rented one. Rented a trash bin and turned it into a makeshift swimming pool over the weekend. That's kind of neat if you think about it. That's pretty ingenious. It's a little gross, but pretty ingenious. Online news site Billy Penn first reported that a group of people rented a dumpster, filled it filled it with water from a fire hydrant, and created their own pool. Justin Myers, who is part of a group that organizes the block party every year, said they decided to turn the dumpster into a pool while brainstorming party ideas. Every year we try to better ourselves, he told USA Today to an interview. <laughs> Last year my pickup truck was a pool, so this year we were... <laughs> This year, we were like, the pickup was cool, but it wasn't that big, so what could be bigger? Meyer said he power washed the trash bin, and they put plywood and pool noodles in the bottom of the bin and covered it with tarps. Oh, okay. I mean, gotta admit, it's a little ingenious. Now, what if they they covered it in tarps? Uh-huh. And what if they put it at the bottom of it? Oh, uh, plywood and pool noodles in the bottom of the bin and covered it with tarps. That's fucking genius. It kind of is a little dingy. Yeah, it's, I mean, when you want to have, like, a big-ass block party and just go all out, like, it's kind of neat that they're like, what can we do? So, everybody that was there thought it was the best idea ever. They were like, I can't believe that we haven't done this before, (laughs) Meyer said. Unfortunately, the city was not amused. The city will not issue permits for block party dumpster pools. (laughs) Karen Gus. Communications director for the Department of Licenses and Inspections said in a statement, according to Billy Penn, we are not screwing around, Philly, Gus added. But then, look, this is a picture of it. Oh! It's kind of ingenious! That's, like, uh, that's, like, an industrial dumpster. Like, I thought, like, dumpster with the big lid and, like... Oh, no, like, the long ones that they put out so, like, when you're redoing a house, like, you're cutting a house. That's smart! Like, why would they outlaw them? Like... 
It, you know what, Philly? If you put one of them on either, every corner, these kids would have something to do in the fucking summertime. <laughs> I know. I mean, especially since they're, you know, taking away funding for everything fun ever. Right. And on for every, our kids. every Philly block, there's a fucking empty parking lot mm-hmm. or an empty lot somewhere. You fucking do this. Right. Have the fucking dumpster people donate the dumpsters. You have somebody there, like, build a fence around it and make it a thing. I know. Well, it says Meyer said that he they that he apologized to the city, and they said, well, one thing's for sure. We can't wait to see what the block party does next year. Yeah, because if it was the back of the truck last year, now it's a trash bin. What are you going to do? What you going to do? Oh. It's kind of neat. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is a little unsavory. Yeah, like when I was you looking down dumpster, my little nose at you it. You said dumpster. I assume they were in a back alley somewhere. They ripped all the trash out of the dumpster, hosed out the roaches, and climbed in. <laughs> hosed out the roaches. Like I'm like hepatitis, but that that looks very clean and very together. So it was. Well, he did. He said that they power sprayed it all out, so it was definitely very clean. And then they put tarps in it. So regardless, and pool the noodles. So yeah. there's nothing. No sharp edges. Yeah. Like, good for them. Very very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Creative. Yes, it was very creative. I don't know. I just thought that was pretty neat. We want to follow you. So let us know what your idea is for next year and we'll like help you out. Like we'll, we'll like help you brainstorm. <laughs> we have time for like one more and I really want to talk about Ron Jeremy. Okay. Talk about is Ron okay Jeremy. If I, talk about Ron I don't, Jeremy? I don't understand why you're so like offended by it. He's disgusting and I don't understand. He's not. He's, he's. And Dan thinks he's the best thing that's, that's ever happened. That's because He's just an icon. He's just like this old guy that did porn in the 70s. Yeah, I can't like, stand it. Well, is it okay if I talk about yeah, it? Yeah. Or do you have anything else? I don't have anything. Okay, because I didn't want to feel like I was just jacking everything over. I'm jacking. Jacking. It's great for this, this story, personally. All right, so um, this was from USA Today, and it went on June 24th, and it's sort of making its rounds, and it said adult film star Ron Jeremy charged with sexual, sexual assault of four women. Now... I've been pretty vocal on the fact that I just, he grosses me out as a person. Have you ever just looked at someone and they just gross you out and there's no reason why? Maybe that's just the weird judgmental part of me. But there's like one person that's like on my Facebook page and he takes pictures of himself all the time. And I don't know why he like takes selfies of himself before he goes to work. And like, I'll be scrolling first thing in the morning. And as soon as it pops up, I'm like, oh shit. Like, it's so funny. Like, it literally scares the shit out of me. Like, when I see it, and it's so stupid, but, like, if you saw it, if I showed you the picture, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You might know what I'm saying. Like, so talk so, about that, and then I got I got one for you. Okay, well, Thunder Dan, who came on, has actually met him, and Thunder Dan's all about, like, big titty women and all this stuff. It's, like, his persona. I don't even know if it's true. Thunder Dan, we don't know if we believe that about you, but anyway. I feel him. like if Dan was in the 70s, he probably would have been a porn star. He might have. Like, yeah, he probably would have. Like, look at this. All right, so, but anyway... I've always been pretty vocal about this. And now this comes up and it's just even more weird, I guess. It just adds to the weirdness. Let me know what's so weird about it. Well, he sexually assaulted four women. I basically said everything he said. It says porn star Ron Jeremy has been charged with raping three women and sexually assaulting another, the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office announced. And it says, um, this is from back, and these were incidents back in 2014. So it's only like six years ago. The guy's like 85. Oh, God, he's only 67, and he looks like that? Actually, I just said he's, like, 85. The very next line says, okay, Jeremy, so 67 this is, this was charged. this is recent. Like, not back in, like, the 80s when he was, like... No, recent. Okay, so I could probably believe this, but if you were going to be, like, back in 1987, I would have been, like, no. They probably were just trying to get famous, and they fucked a porn star. 
The adult film actor, real name Ronald Jeremy Hyatt, is accused of forcibly raping a 25-year-old woman at a home in West Hollywood in 2014. He is also accused of sexually assaulting uh, two women ages 33 and 46 on separate occasions at a West Hollywood bar in 2017, which is only three years ago. Like, he's almost 70. Like, yeah, he was but, between 60 and 70. Like, it's just like, damn, do you ever calm down? He was charged? Like, yes, they're, they're charging him. Oh, um, and forcibly raping a 30-year-old woman at the same bar in 2019, which was just last year, making him 66. And I'm like, holy fuckaroo balls, dude. Like, Jeremy is set to be arraigned Tuesday afternoon, and prosecutors are recommending that bail be set at $6.6 million. Um, They declined another case against him due to inf- insufficient evidence stemming from an incident in 2016. They, and the, like they said, basically, that they reached out to him and they had no comment. Um, Jeremy made a name for himself in the porn industry more than four decades ago, earning the nickname The Hedgehog. Ew, did he? He's had small roles in mainstream movies and TV, including the original Ghostbusters, Bruce Almighty, blah, blah, blah. Jeremy suffered an aneurysm near his heart in 2013, requiring multiple surgeries that left him in critical condition. Like, damn, he's, like, all fuckered up. I mean, he's still fucking raping people. Are we sure he really is, though? Like, like, who's... But in the same aspect as I say that, because... When things like this come out against celebrities, it's very hard for me to be like, is this for attention or did this actually happen? Like, so I usually don't. You don't rush yet until you can hear everything. But here's this man who's older and he is, you know, got this reputation of being a slime ball because he was a porn star and all that. Like, did he really rape these bitches, or did he fuck these bitches, their friends found out, and now they're embarrassed because it's Ron Jeremy and that's gross, and now they're like, oh, well. I don't know. I mean, it's a couple of them. I mean, if his health is, like, deteriorating the way it is and, you know, all that, how how is this just now coming out? I don't know, because I'm just thinking, so he had multiple surgeries in 2013, and and a year later he started raping people? Right. Who is this from? This is USA Today, but it was all over. I mean, it was like, it was just the know. first article I, I came across. I'm going to have to follow that one. I'm going to have to follow that one. So if you've ever had sex with Ron Jeremy, <laughs> um, give us a shout out at straight from the nut at Google at, at gmail.com. Jesus Christ. Also, if you've ever been on Maury because your brother might be the father of your children, <laughs> Find us on Facebook. Hit us up there at Straight From The Net. We'd love to hear from you and your three-eyed baby. Um. <laughs> I call him Sash or for Cyclops. <laughs> I swear to God, one day I'm going to laugh so hard I'm going to fart and it's going to be on here and I'm not going to be able to take it out. So. Uh, you're in Pool Wedding Williams. Okay, and uh, did you know that you can hear us on uh, Daytime New York Radio? That's right, it's the WMLD every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, and you can hear that replay every Saturday at 7. I'm so awful about that. I fucking forget all the time, and you post every day, every Wednesday, I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm really bad with the Saturday one, I have to get better. It's not even like I'm at work at 1 o'clock on a Wednesday, I'm I'm like home sitting watching like Paranormal Survivor or something on fucking Netflix. (laughs) Survivor, oh my gosh, but anyway... If you don't catch us on the radio, and you can actually check out that WMLD app and all the major app stores. Um, but if you don't catch us there, you can catch a brand new episode every single Sunday on our um, platforms, which are Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcast, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Have a great day, and see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.